Welcome to Time of Restoration Broadcast. We are so happy that you have tuned in and pray that something will be said to bless you, encourage your heart, lift your spirit, and increase your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. For this is the day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. I made a quality decision. This day I have rejoiced. I will continue to rejoice in this day, a day that was made specifically for me and for you. We thank God for his master plan of redemption. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I thank God for Jesus who laid the foundation. Thank God for Jesus who opened up the way. Thank God for Jesus who what I think who watches me or saves me every day. Thank God, thank God, thank God. I, that, that mind, that song just came to, in my spirit. Uh, we used to sing it. Thank God for Jesus who laid the foundation. Thank God for Jesus who opened up the way. Thank God for Jesus who leadeth me each day. Hallelujah. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. So we just thank God for this a new day where the Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us. We are in a new teaching. And the new teaching title is Renewing the Mind, and it's dealing with spiritual warfare, because the mind is the battlefield. And we know that today, mental illness is rampant. I mean, mental illness is off the chart. And so, and, and it's not only in, involving the young, but the old, the middle age, I mean, I mean, even young people, because of this COVID, have been so, you know, uh, boggled in that they are taking their lives. And 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 the mind, the mind needs to be renewed because that's the battleground uh, of the mind is the battlefield for the enemy to 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 just work havoc. You know, when he comes into mind with evil thoughts, bad thoughts, all kinds of thoughts. Trying to tell you, 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 you're not, you, you, your life is not valuable. You, you need to die. You'd be better off dead. People will be better without you. Stop believing the lie of the devil. He comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So it's very important that we renew our minds. We can We need to not conform ourselves to the world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You can pray, you can fast, you can read the Bible, but if you still have the same old mindset warped in the mind, you know, you're not going to be victorious. So it's important, you know, that we, you know, renew our minds on a daily basis. Last week, we shared with you, uh, the Bible talks about a right mind, a spiritual mind, 
in a pure mind. And we were talking about the right mind. We talked about the man at Gathering, the demoniac, how when he was delivered and set free, the people came and beheld he was clothed and in his right mind. It's like nothing. Not, there's nothing like being in your right mind. I tell you, there's nothing like being in your right mind. I mean, it's so heartbreaking to see people that are afflicted with dementia and Alzheimer's. I mean, sometimes people that were, I mean, highly intelligent, and they just, their minds is just deteriorated. You know, they just lose everything. You know, it's so sad to see. I lost a sister with Alzheimer's. It was so heartbreaking because even before she passed, I felt like I had lost her because she was not in her right mind. She never knew towards the end of her life who was around her. She didn't know who I was. And it was so heartbreaking. So we know it's nothing like having your right mind. And then we talked about a spiritual mind. Uh, for to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And then we talked about a pure mind where uh, Peter, uh, this second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, and both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. Um, and this chapter was dealing with scoffers. In fact, talking about the fact that Jesus wasn't going to return. They had heard it for years. But he wanted to stir up their pure minds. Because he like the devil was talking to them back in that day. Jesus is not coming back. Do you think he's coming back? But we have to remember, one day to the Lord is as a thousand years. And a thousand years as but to one day. So it, it might seem like it's been many years. But a thousand years or many years. So Jesus is giving us... A chance giving people a chance to get it right and to to get right with him so thank God for his grace and his mercies so we just thank God for uh, the Bible that talks about the mind we could also talk about other scriptures that alludes to the mind the Bible talks about a right mind which we read already then it also speaks about a humble mind. Philippians 2 and 3, a humbled mind. So I'm going to get that scripture. Philippians 2 and 3. It says, let nothing be done through strife, or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. So we see here that the Lord is telling us uh, to esteem others more highly than ourselves. Sometimes in life, we are always just pushing ourselves. It's all about me, myself, and I. But many times the Lord wants us to esteem others, you know, uh, and you can only do that by being humble. When you're full of pride, you know, you you will find yourself, you will find it hard 
to esteem others. As long as you're stuck up and stuck up and loaded with pride, because you cannot see above yourself. <laughs> you're you're in uh, you're your own eye view. You're own you're the only person in your eyes view, and you cannot see others and esteem them. So in order to be able to do that, you have to humble your mind. And then again, we thank God for the transformed mind. And that's in that scripture text. It says, be not conformed to the world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And we thank God for the spiritual mind that we talked about, meaning that we are not carnal in our thinking. Then we have a fervent mind. The Bible speaks about a fervent mind. We're going to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 7. 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 7, verse 7. And not by his coming only, but by the consolation wherewith he was comforted in you. When he told us your earnest desire, your mourning, your fervent mind toward me, so that I rejoice the more. So we thank God for having a fervent mind. Then there's also a ready mind. Second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 19. A ready mind and not that only but who was also chosen of the churches to travel with us with this grace which is administered by us to the glory of the same Lord and declaration of your ready mind so uh, that I'm going to read verses. I'm going to read. I'm going to go back in that chapter and start reading at verse 16. But thanks be to God, which put the same earnest care into the heart of Titus for you, for indeed he accepted the exhortation. But being more forward of his own accord, he went unto you, and we have sent with him the brother whose praise is in the gospel throughout all the churches. And not that only, but who was also chosen of the churches to travel with us with this grace, which is administered by us to the glory of the same Lord and declaration of your ready mind. So we see here that Paul, you know, had people that collaborated with him, that traveled with him in ministry, but they did it with a ready mind. I know uh, I was just sharing with the people on Sunday, we celebrated, uh, two Sundays ago, we celebrated uh, our third or fifth church anniversary and how we know that in Nehemiah, the people rose up. They said, we're going to rise and build because they had a mind to work. When you are fervent and you have a ready mind and you have a fervent mind, that means that we can unify, rise and build. They're, they're parts of the vision that's yet to be fulfilled. 
you know, and so we're going to rise and we're going to build, we're going to be, be fervent in our going forth. But in order to do that, we have to keep a renewed mind. <laughs> I mean, in a, in a building project, in a type of building project, you have to keep a renewed mind. Because so many things will come up. We thank God for a sober mind. A sober mind is found in Titus chapter 2, verse 6. A sober mind. I know in Second uh, Peter, I believe, 5 and 7, one of those scriptures in that Second uh, Peter tells us to be sober, to be vigilant, because our adversary, as a roaring lion, he roams and he seeks whom he can devour. So in other words, it looks like we give him power. Because if you are a person that's lagging behind, praying uh, behind the crowd, you are easy to pray for, uh, for Satan to attack you. So we have to have a sober mind. Titus chapter 2 verse 6. Let me go to that chapter. Titus 2 and verse 6. It says, uh, young men likewise exalt to be sober minded. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm going to go back and read verses 1 through 6. It says, But speak thou the things which become sound doctrine, that the aged men be sober, grave, temperate, sound in faith, in charity, in patience. The aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becometh holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be um, discreet, chaste keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. And then young men, likewise, exalt to be sober-minded. I tell you. So it's, it's great to know the various minds that the Lord talks about in the Bible. And we talked about the right mind, a humble mind, a transformed mind, a spiritual mind a fervent mind, a ready mind, a renewed mind, and then a sound mind. A sound mind. Mm. And we know that scripture deals with the fact that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And that's 2 Timothy 1 and 7. And then we have a mind that serves the law of God. A mind that serves the law of God. And that's found in Romans chapter 7, verse 25. You know, um, his word is sharper than any two-edged sword. And his word will guide us, instruct us, teach us, deliver us, bless us. 
I mean, his word is powerful. And we need to be aware of the words that come out of our mouths to others. And many times the words that come out doesn't always bless them. Sometimes words come out to try to demean a person or to, to, to put them down. But we want to be conscious of the words that we speak. You know, uh, when we talk and when we are in relationship with people and when we fellowship. And so we just thank God for all these scriptures that deals with the mind, the mind, the mind. So the scripture says, a mind that serves the law of God. We're going to go to Romans chapter 7, verse 25. Romans chapter 7, verse 25. And it reads, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? Now, this chapter was dealing with Paul. Paul was at the point that the things that he wanted to do, he found himself not doing. And the things that he should not have done, he found himself doing. But uh, but then he realized that the only person that could deliver him and to serve the law of God was Jesus that could deliver him. And so it is with us. You know, the Bible says, unto him that is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before the presence of his glory. You see, a lot of times people don't want to come to God because they're afraid that I'm, I, I can't live it. No, none of us can live it. But Jesus and the Holy Spirit can live it through us. If we allow, and that's what was going on with, with, with Paul. You know, he said, the things that I would do, I found myself not doing. And the things that, you know, he said, I find, he says, I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind. See, that battlefield, that, that, that spiritual warfare is in the mind. In the mind. And bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? But at the end, he says, but I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. So that, that's verse 7, 20, uh, that verse 25, I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. As the scripture says, to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. There are many that are out there that are just like Paul found himself in. 
but then you have to total surrender your will to the will of Almighty God, who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence, you know, of God's glory. So we just thank God that we are talking about a renewed mind to deal with spiritual warfare. The battle is in the mind. Then the Bible goes on and talks about a wicked mind. Proverbs 21, 27. Um, and then it talks about an anxious mind. Luke 12, 29. A reprobate mind. Romans 1, 28. So I'm just going to give you those three scriptures. A wicked mind. Proverbs 21, 27, an anxious mind, Luke 12, 29, and a reprobate mind, Romans 1, 28. So I'm going to go to Proverbs 21, 27. Proverbs 21 and 27, it states that the sacrifice of the wicked is abomination. How much more when he bringeth it with a wicked mind? Oh, my God. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination. And how much more when he bringeth it with a wicked mind? Then we have the anxious mind. And that's found... In Luke 12, the anxious mind is found in Luke 12, verse 29. And the anxious mind says, And seek not ye what ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, or neither be ye slothful, or neither be ye doubtful mind. Let me read that again. And seek not ye what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink neither be ye of doubtful mind so here you know in the matthew and chapter in, in matthews of the synoptic gospels it's read a little differently that's why it threw me off when i read it but in other words an anxious mind is a mind that's taking thought of what am i going to eat and what am i going to wear you know, uh, where am I going to live? You know, an anxious mind. He says, take no thought for all of these things. He says, if I can take care of the birds of the air, and if if, if, if the lilies die next year and come back up next, the following year, if and they are arrayed in beauty, how much more I can and provide for you and take care of you. And so that's an anxious mind when you find a person that worried. An anxious mind. Worry is sin. So what we have to learn to do is to turn our, our worry into praise. Our worry into prayer. And then we have a reprobate mind. That's found in Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1 verse 28. And it says, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, 
God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. And this particular scripture deals with homosexuality. It talks about how the man left the use of the woman and went after the man and vice versa. The woman, you know, uh, born after the women. And so God has turned them over to a reprobate mind that they can do whatever they want to do to dishonor their bodies and to dishonor God. But all the things that they're doing are dishonoring God that leads to death. And you see, but the world system wants to make all that good. We love, I mean, I, I look, I love, I love the homosexuals. I love them. I love the lesbians. But I, I don't condone their sin, and neither does God does. We love the people. We, we love all people. But the Bible set the standard. Don't get mad with the preacher. Don't get mad with the preacher. We're just giving you truth. And But we know God is a deliverer. He can heal. He can set free. And we know that he's you know all about love. But the key is that he's a God of judgment as well. So we just thank God for this lesson, uh, renew, renewing the mind, spiritual warfare. The mind is the battlefield. So we just thank God tonight. If there's anyone out there that would like to ask for prayer, want salvation, want special prayer, call, call us. Call us. We'd be so happy to. And if you do not get an answer, please leave a message and we will return your call because we have been having phone problems. So if you call us and we do not pick up, or please leave a message and we will return your call. We thank God if you would like to receive Jesus, pray this prayer with me. Father God, I confess that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe in your death, your burial, and your resurrection. Forgive me of all my sins. Cleanse me. Renew my mind. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Be my Lord, be my Savior, my Keeper, and my friend. Go and let someone know what you've done, that you've just accepted the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior. I rejoice with you along with the angels in heaven that are rejoicing. The Bible says, Every soul that repenteth on earth, said the angels rejoice in heaven. So we just thank God for you. Be blessed. Always remember to tell someone about Jesus because Jesus is Lord.